Welcome to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Bree Brown, a business mindset coach, entrepreneur, and a top competitor in a male-dominated industry. I'm a native Texan, the youngest of all brothers, and a lettuce-hating, wine-loving, curses-like-a-sailor recovering perfectionist. I've spent over a decade building my commission-based career, and my life's purpose is helping other women achieve the same multi-six-figure success I achieved before I was 25. I have a passion for helping women with mindset, money, and manifestation skills to help every young woman realize her full potential. If you're looking for vulnerable conversations, professional development, inspiration, or even a kick in the ass to get you motivated, you have come to the right place. Thanks for checking out the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Now let's jump right in to today's topic. Hello, hello, my beautiful friends. I hope you are having a fantastic week and welcome back to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. I am in such a good mood today because I went to the store the other day and I saw that my local grocery store, shout out H-E-B, is already putting Halloween decorations up and fall decorations up. (laughs) And I am pumped for this because I am that asshole, honestly, (laughs) that puts up my Halloween decorations and my fall decorations September 1st because my birthday is in September and I love, 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 love fall decorations. Halloween is my favorite holiday. And so I am getting so pumped seeing all the decorations already coming out and it's validating for me to know that I still have another month, but then I get to start putting up my decorations and being that neighbor that is judged for it, which I'm totally okay with. But in my defense, I only do this with Halloween. I don't do it with any of the other holidays in terms of like decorating super early. I don't decorate for Christmas until after Thanksgiving. Not that I celebrate Christmas spiritually, but I do culturally. And I love me some reindeer and some Christmas trees. So (laughs) I do socially subscribe to the rules, quote unquote rules, around Christmas decorating. But for Halloween, all rules out the window. I create my own rules. I love it. I'm so pumped. And I know you didn't want to listen to me for the first minute and a half talking about how much I love Halloween decorations, but I am just so pumped about it. And I just wanted to be like, this is why I'm feeling so good today. So if nothing else, take that as some inspiration to find something to be so excited for. And for me, I love this time of year because I always harness the fact that fall is just around the corner and I love the weather. I love the decorations. So I really love to just sit in this energy of excitement and optimism of knowing what's to come. So sometimes that's what manifestation is all about, is just finding that little spark of joy. You know, that little Marie Kondo, what sparks joy for you today? And for me in this moment, It's Halloween and fall decorations. (laughs) Okay, I'll stop talking about Halloween decorations. Before I jump into today's topic, I do want to reiterate an announcement that I actually made last week. But in the event you missed it, or if you're listening to these episodes out of order, I want you to know that starting toward the end of this month, I will be transitioning from weekly podcasts every Monday to bi-weekly, which is every other Monday. And that's something that I really need to do in order to be more present 
in order to create content that I think is meaningful to you. And it'll also allow me just from a mental health perspective to sit back a little bit, have a little bit more free time while I'm working to also create more content that I haven't so far been able to do. So it is a much needed time. Thank you everyone who's been super supportive of that. I hope that I'm able to in return, bring you some new and exciting things, and hopefully you'll start to see some of my social media pushes change as well. To that end, you would be doing me a favor if you go over to Instagram and start following me at Modern Manifestation, because even though I won't be coming to you every single week with a podcast episode, I do want to show up more in that space by posting mini topic discussions. So more or less kind of like a podcast, but where I'm just coming live and talking about a subject for a few minutes or so. And I want to start doing that a little bit more consistently. So again, even though I won't be coming to you every week in the podcast, I do want to show up in that other space a bit more intentionally. So if you still want some micro doses of manifestation, go over to Instagram, follow me at Modern Manifestation. With that... Let's jump into today's topic. And if you're tuning into this episode today, I hope that you've at least seen or heard about the documentary called The Secret, because that is what I'm going to be talking about. And if you haven't seen it, I think it's still on Netflix or at least Amazon Prime. It was on Netflix whenever I found it. But if you're interested in checking out that documentary, I know that there are places to stream it. It shouldn't be too difficult to find. But operating in this world of manifestation, I get asked by a lot of people, Oh, manifestation. Is that like what that documentary The Secret is all about? It's like that magical concept of just wanting something and getting it and thinking about it and it's showing up. And then they just kind of look at me with disbelief like, oh, you really believe in that? And okay, I have so many things to say about this. But the first and maybe like the overall general theme that I want to say about the documentary The Secret is that the movie paints a very sexy picture of manifestation. Like a very sexy picture. It's like, I consider the secret to be like the gateway drug to to manifestation, if you will. It's like, hey, girl, you want a better life? More money? Ugh, you just have to want it. Just visualize. Create a vision board. You'll get it. Join us. Be a manifester. (laughs) So, of course, obviously, there's a lot more to it. But you get where I'm going with this, right? That's like more or less the gist of the movie is law of attraction. And admittedly, myself and I'm sure thousands of others found out about manifestation because of either the documentary or the book. So I'm not going to bash the movie, okay? I don't I don't dislike the movie by any means. It served a purpose by getting a lot of us to start down the right path or to, to really focus on what this thing is. And so for that, I'm thankful. I'm really glad it raised so much awareness or at least got the conversation going. However, I think the movie led us astray a little bit, or that it it left a lot out that could have been more elaborated on. For example, it really oversimplifies this idea of manifestation. And if you're listening into my past podcast episodes, you're probably like, shit, there's a lot more to this than I thought there was. Yes, there is. The documentary really makes the law of attraction very attractive by how easy it all seems. And how straightforward it all is, right? But it only talks about the law of attraction. And if you've listened into my podcast for any length of time, you know that there's so much more to it. So much more. So I find that disappointing because I'll never forget when I first saw the documentary, I was like, okay, fine. I am going to test this thing out. 
I am manifesting a million dollars by next week. I'm visualizing it. I'm writing it down. I'm going to create a little mini vision board. And then when it didn't happen, I was very suspect of the whole concept. Like, who wouldn't be, right? The documentary suggests that if you learn to visualize and you learn about the law of attraction and you get into a right state of mind, that you can attract anything easily. So I thought, well, that was a bust. I check, check, and check. I did all the things, right? And thankfully, this one experience didn't end my experimentation with it, but it did for a lot of people. And that's kind of where my aggravation with the documentary lies, because I think it led a lot of people away from this idea that could really benefit from it, because it only focused on the law of attraction, which on its own can definitely seem more magical and woo-woo without the rest of the substance behind it. So fortunately and unfortunately, a lot of people got very excited after catching the secret for obvious reasons, right? Like, oh, you get to manifest anything you want. That's super sexy. And so a lot of people tried to attract things their way by thought alone, because that's what's really emphasized in that documentary. And many people were successful in the short term, in the short term with like smaller manifestations. But when this stopped working, because people weren't actually doing the growth work, most people would then just chalk up the limited success they had to coincidence. And then they'd throw up their hands and say, well, this manifestation thing really doesn't work. You can't just think your way into things. And I'm sure we've all met someone that has had that experience. I have had many people that have had that experience. I even once had a coworker tell me like, oh, I was really into that manifestation thing for a while too. You know, like as if it's some sort of like exercise or sport. (laughs) But of course, you're only going to have limited success when you're just really focused on that small sliver of what manifestation is without fully understanding what it is. So I wish the documentary had covered just a bit more or honestly, like a lot more (laughs) because the law of attraction on its own is not enough to manifest the success you want, at least the massive success that I assume you want. And at the very least, only focusing on the law of attraction will keep your manifestations small. It's a limited way of thinking about it. And solely focusing on this one law cuts off my more practical and logical friends too. Which is such a bummer because the thought of attraction alone is just a little, like I said, it's a little too woo-woo for the average person. But if you incorporate, and I say woo-woo, it's like spiritual or too magical, whatever term you want to use there, okay? It's just a little bit too much for the average person. But if you incorporate the other laws like the law of action, the law of correspondence, cause and effect, rhythm, polarity, then most, and I'm obviously not getting into what those are, but will in another episode, then most people would realize that manifestation is actually a lot of common sense, a lot of what we're already doing. And most people are already operating based on several of these laws intuitively. So I wish the documentary covered a bit more of a comprehensive view of manifestation so that more of my logical and practical friends could see it in another light and see how beneficial it could be in their and what they're already doing, right? Most people are already applying a lot of these things to their lives, but there's a little bit more that they could do. There's a little bit, there's tweaks they can make. There's work that can be done internally to really make sure that things are flowing for them. So I wish their description was just a bit more comprehensive. And here's the thing, friends. You can't manifest that million-dollar business, your soulmate, the nice house, the really nice car, unless you're vibrating differently. 
And vibrating differently means cultivating a more positive lifestyle, positive mental health. And most people can't change their vibration unless they're doing the inner work. You attract what you're vibrating at when you get to the core of who you are and who you're being. So that core, that internal part of who you are, not what you project externally, but that internal being, that is the vibration you're manifesting at. If on the outside you're extremely gregarious and confident and a boss-ass bitch, and then on the inside you feel very meek and unworthy and terrified of failure, that, that core That person you're afraid to admit is there is what you're manifesting. And I give that example because that was me for a long time. And that can create that imposter syndrome because who you're projecting externally does not vibrate with who you are on the inside. And so that lack of congruency creates that imposter syndrome. And it also gets your vibration all over the place because on the one hand, you're this person. On the other hand, you're someone completely opposite. So in order to change that vibration, you have to work on that that interior person. You have to get your external and your internal to align. That is why I talk so much more about mindset and personal development than anything else. Because this work, this personal growth, that is what will help you manifest the big goals. That's what's going to help you manifest the money, the career success, relationships, health, etc. And I imagine that if you're tuning in with me weekly, you're not here to manifest this small shit. You've probably already done that. You're looking to up-level your life in really big ways. And the only way to do that is to up-level your mind, your habits, who you are at your core. Now for a moment of vulnerability here. (laughs) When talking about the documentary and this idea of the law of attraction, it honestly, because it was the foundation of what I understood to be as manifestation, for a long time, I thought that the idea of law of attraction should be the only thing I had to master as a manifestation expert. And it crippled me for a long time. And it still sneaks up on me, to be honest. And I think that's another reason why I was disappoint- so disappointed with the, the documentary. Like, There are plenty of days, even now, where I can't help but think, well, how can I preach manifestation when I haven't hit that million-dollar mark yet? Followed by thoughts of, should I even be teaching people about this concept? I don't have that villa in Italy yet. I don't have that Ferrari. I mean, I don't really want a Ferrari, but you (laughs) you get where I'm going with this. Like, who am I to talk about mindset and manifestation when I haven't succeeded in manifesting that seven-figure business yet? When I haven't yet manifested some of my biggest goals. Mm. We love that side of our brain that fiercely wants to protect us, but is so bittersweet about it. (laughs) And so I think this idea that the law of attraction is the only thing that matters can be harmful in so many ways. It can make you think you're doing it wrong. It can make you think that your success is not as great as someone else's. Or it might tell you that manifestation is not something that exists. It's not something that actually works. All three of those things are not great, positive thoughts to have. And a sidebar on perfectionism, because y'all know I love to talk about that. But when these types of thoughts come up, 
It doesn't matter in that moment how many times manifestation has proved itself to me because my perfectionistic tendencies had already stepped in by that point. Like when those negative thoughts come up, the habit of continuously raising the bar on myself was already present. Like, yes, I managed to manifest my first five figures in sales at 18, but it wasn't six figures. Yes, I manifested six figures in sales in my early 20s, but it wasn't seven figures. Yes, I'm looking forward to manifesting seven figures, but it's just not here yet. And I really wanted to do that before I was 30. When does this habit of continuously raising the bar on ourselves stop, right? Like, do I have to hit eight figures, nine? When do I stop moving that bar up on myself before I allow myself to marinate in the successes that I have had? And I bring this up because I still fall victim to this a lot, right? It's some of the internal work I still need to do. But I mention it because that is a dangerous way to ensure that we never celebrate our successes. And I see it happening a lot in manifestation. Like, oh, yes, I manifested this, this, and this. But they were really small things. Didn't really matter. Yes, I manifested this really cool thing. But like I said, I'm not actually an expert in it. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. We keep talking about why our past successes don't actually mean that much. Why do we do that? Energetically, that's not a good thing. (laughs) So I want to mention that because I think that just really ties into the thoughts that I was having. And a big part of it was because I was continuously raising the bar on myself. And I think that's why a practice of gratitude is extremely important in this manifestation world, especially for my fellow recovering perfectionists. Because it forces you to celebrate the small wins and realize that manifestation is working for you. And sometimes we just need that small reminder of, no, it is working for me. Look at these small things. Yes, they're small, and that's so great because they're just little signs. They're just little encouragements for me. Instead of, yes, but. How about yes, and? Thanks for tuning into my little sidebar on perfectionism. (laughs) So back to the documentary. I think my biggest disappointment. I need to stop using that word because overall, again, like I said, I didn't hate the movie. I didn't dislike it. But I do wish that it mentioned that manifestation requires an entire identity shift. It's about becoming the version of you who vibrates at that million dollar level that you want. And I say version of you because there's an infinite number of possibilities that you can be in this life. Every decision turns you into someone new. This evening, tomorrow, the next day, you're constantly turning into someone new based on past decisions. And right now, you have the opportunity to create new decisions that'll change who you are next week, next year, in 10 years. You have the ability to choose who you want to be in this life. So choose the version of you that has the success that you want, however you define success. What step are they going to take? And if making this type of vibrational change were easy, if making the decision to be that new version of you were easy— then the secret would have generated a massive wealth shift, right? (laughs) Because so many people watched it. And surely, if it were really that easy, everyone would be manifesting a million dollars, right? Everyone would do what I did. They'd vision board and all of a sudden, boom, millionaires. But it didn't generate a massive wealth shift because not everyone is willing to do the work it takes to manifest massive wealth. Not everyone is willing to work on the uncomfortable shit that creates internal change. So I ask, Are you willing to do the work? People love learning about themselves, but few make the conscious choice to work on themselves. And this makes all the difference. 
We love the Myers-Briggs personality tests, the Enneagram quizzes, the horoscopes, any version of those. But how many of us take this information and use it to implement change? We live in a society where so many we have so much access to information that we love hoarding knowledge. We love listening to podcasts and self-help books and doing all the things, following all the people. But how many of us are actually utilizing this knowledge to create change in our lives? Are you just absorbing everything and becoming a library of information, a sieve of information? Or are you actually allowing that information to change you? Because if you're not, then you're not actually growing. You're just analyzing. Knowledge becomes wisdom when we implement change in our lives to reflect this new way of thinking. And this wisdom has the power to change our identity. You want to manifest more money? Great. Instead of creating a vision board, sit down and figure out what your limiting beliefs are about money. What did your parents believe? What did your grandparents believe? What were you told about money? You want to manifest one of your soulmates? Awesome. Figure out what kind of person you need to be to attract the type of partner you want. You want to manifest a better life overall? Fantastic. Let's dive into the deepest layers of you that have clung to your current situation out of survival. What thoughts have you held on to that form your identity and are keeping you where you are? To manifest the big stuff that proves this shit isn't just a coincidence means getting into the shadow work, working on childhood trauma, letting go of limiting beliefs, dismantling societal norms, building confidence, working through your toxic behaviors, letting go of relationships that are toxic, rewiring your brain by creating new, healthier habits. Those are just a few examples of what you can do. Manifesting big success requires that you break free from a lot of the parts of you that no longer serve you in the direction you want to go. And this could mean completely losing the old version of you. So I ask you honestly, are you ready for that? And it's okay if you're not. But know whether or not you're willing to lose all the parts of you that have protected you in the past from things that you might not want to address. And side note, I highly recommend a therapist if you think there's a lot of trauma for you to work through. So while I like the movie, The Secret, I think it served a purpose, I just think it leaves a lot to be desired. There was just a lot of information that was omitted. And I don't know if it was to paint a rosier picture of the concept or if it was just to keep the movie shorter. I mean, I won't pretend to know the intent behind leaving key points out, but I do wish that it was just a bit more comprehensive. So to that end, use the secret for inspiration, but do not use it as a manifestation how-to or a guide. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Have a fantastic rest of your week, and I will catch you next Monday. Until then, go out there and manifest some miracles. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes. As always, we would love it if you would share this episode with friends and family who could use the inspiration. As a new podcast show, we would really appreciate your honest feedback so I know what you like and what you could use more of. As a thank you for leaving us a rating, we will send you our seven weekly tips to create space for abundance. Make sure you screenshot your review and email it to us at hello at the T-H-E modern manifestation.com so we can send them straight to your inbox. 
If you'd like to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Modern Manifestation, or you can head to our website at themodernmanifestation.com. Thanks again for joining me, and I will catch y'all in the next episode.